Hello. Yo, Lita K, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? Chills, man. Fam, it's so hot. <laughs> That's so funny. You said chills, man, but it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It is, though. The oxymoron. <laughs> Yo, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Did you see seven seconds? Of course. Of Yo. course. The I told you you had to outrageous. watch it. Huh? I told you you had to watch it. I know, but listen, though. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was it was annoyingly good. Let me say that. <laughs> I, I feel you on that. Because the way I feel about it, it's like, it was so good and I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It looked too much like my reality. I'm serious. I hate it. This, mm, yeah. I guess really it's, it's about how it ended. That's the reason why I hate it. Yeah. So I needed, I needed it to be like, you know, a movie. I need I need there to be a happy ending. Yeah, and it was not. It was. It wasn't. Sorry if you guys haven't seen it. Like, you'll understand when you watch it. So I feel like at this point it's been out long enough. We waited long enough to actually talk because I I took long enough to watch it. So if you haven't seen, spoil mm-hmm. your bad, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 let's explain what it is. So it's a it's a um show on Netflix. I think it's about how many episodes. Oh man, I think 12? It's, is it 12? Yeah. 12 episodes? Yeah. 12, 12 episodes. episodes. And it's in a starring Regina King. Yeah, Regina King. Shout out to the homie. Mm-hmm. She killed it in this role. Yeah. I got to say. She did an amazing job. Mhm. But the so it's so how do you explain this movie? Well, it, it's the story of how police cover-ups can still end up and police not going to jail. Oh, we've heard this narrative before. <laughs> yeah, this, we've heard this story plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like the narrative of the of the black experience in the hood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what it does is, I think it does a really good job of giving you so many different perspectives of all the parties mm-hmm. involved. So from the child to the parent to the um, police officers, the friends of the police officers, friends and family of the victim, you know? So it's, it, it was very interesting to watch. Like, I think it gave me insight to a lot of things I don't think about when I see stories and stuff on, on the news. You know what I mean? Like what? Like what kind of insight did it give? Like, so you know how we ask certain questions like, well, what happened? Well, what did they do? You know, instead of thinking about, okay, um, is there already a corrupt, you know, police force? Like, what is it like at their, you know, at their police force where they, where these officers work? Or yeah. um, one of the main questions was, oh, was because you know how the media tries to always put a negative spin and and create this negative narrative for the victim um, mm-hmm. of the of the teenager being or the the person being shot. And they say, well, the questions that arise are, well, what did they do? Is this gang related? Is it this? Is it that? You know what I mean? Yeah, they went so hard, man. I was like, yeah, man, if, if I don't, oh, man. Yeah. So, so well, we got, we got to get a context. I'm going to get a context. Okay. So the very first, episode, like, it jumps right into it. It does. Now. Like, it's not even, I feel like seven seconds in. See what I did there? Yeah. Yep. 
it jumps right into what's going on. It does. So there is this police officer. His wife is pregnant. He thinks she's going into labor. It's snowing in New Jersey. He's flying down. Uh, you know the high. It's not even a highway. Yeah. It's like, this, like this through this park, side street, <laughs> through the park. He's flying through the park, and kaboom, kaboom. Mm-hmm. He hits something, skirt, and he realizes when he opens up his car door that he is his truck is over top of a bike. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, he hit a kid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the first thing he does is not call the ambulance. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't call nine one one. He he's a detective, mm-hmm. and so he calls his other detective friends, his his homies, Goon Squad. Mm-hmm. Narco team too, right? Now it's also so important to note that it's also important to note that this is his like first or second day on the job. He hasn't been with this department very long. He went. He came from like New York City, dealing with the Upper East Side type of people because he was in that precinct, and now he's in New Jersey and he is um, trying to get on the narcotics team. So yeah. that is important to note because it's a totally different environment for him. But continue. <laughs> yeah, man. So they call he called a goon squad. These boys come out. They look over the hill where the young man that he hit is is his body is laying. Um and they fix up his car so you can't see like they took the grill off the car so you can't see where he hit. And he tells them. Yo, the, the 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 head of the goon squad, he tells him, yo, just keep going. Your wife is at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Right? So he, spe- he speeds off, and they make it look like uh, it was a hit and run, but no one knows who hit him. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Man, could have got away with it. Mm-hmm. But because homeboy up on the e- Upper East Side is where, is where he's been, like you said, you know, he got a conscience about the thing. He gets to the hospital, come to find out his wife had Braxton Hicks. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's had children or is a father who is worried about his wife and, you know, labor happening, you know how it feel when Braxton Hicks comes. You you like, you like hypersense, like, oh, oh, I, it's, it's time. We here, we here. <laughs> you get to the hospital, you realize, oh, no, nah, it was a false alarm. It's a false alarm, yeah. <laughs> so so imagine, though, you ran over, you hit a kid, mm-hmm. Who you think is dead? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, which you was rushing to was a false alarm. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. that is a huge mm-hmm. like. And your folks head. covered it up. Woo. Yeah, yeah. And so now you like, damn, this is like my first second day here, and I'm in some shit. So here's the thing. All the way in. So here we go. Let's let's go. Um, the son, the the boy, and he happens to be a black boy. Okay. So yeah, of course he's a black he's boy. a black boy. Like it wouldn't be a good story if it wasn't if it right. wasn't that. But go ahead. So he didn't come home. Okay, um, they get a phone call that he was. I don't even who, who found him. I don't remember. No, nah, what happened was she was driving around trying to help one of the students find a little brother. Uh huh. And because the little brother was on a bike, he knew that. Oh, I mean, she knew. Oh, this is the part where she where he might be because that's where her son be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where the gangs are. You know, the, the gang dudes who be doing the BMX joint, they be over there too. And so that's where that's where she, uh, you know, where they got 
got hit. I mean, that's she went over to help the help the girl find her find her brother. Mm-hmm. So that happens. She gets home, and he's not there. She gets the call. Yeah, from the hospital. Right from the hospital. So she gets a phone call from the hospital to say that um, he was found. Right, mm-hmm. and they need to come to the hospital immediately. So he was taken in, and by the time they got there, he was on the, undergoing surgery. Right, um, and so the parents. I mean, it was parents there, you know, they're they're really uh, heavily in the church. So it was church family there. There were, you know, other family members there and they're praying hard trying to figure out, you know, OK, what happened? What the mom happened? is a nervous wreck. Her, the dad, however, you know, you know, I'm, I'm always I'm getting a different like I have a different feel about dads now lately, Ooh. you know, dads and husbands, because they got to really try to keep it together. Yeah, okay? but he was a cornball fan. Yeah, but he yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because and his, like for the for the of the victim's father, he was like he they just got a house. They just bought a new house. So they're not in the projects anymore. They used to live in the projects. They're no longer in the projects. They're in this really nice house. He has this job that pays him well, but here he is. This is the perspective. Now this is what I'm talking about perspective, well, well, right? Well, real quick, I want to let you finish. But he didn't have a job that pays him well. He just really worked really hard. He was doing doubles and triples and everything. He he, he was cleaning up the the, the slaughterhouse. Right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got. Yeah. It. True. Yeah. True. Okay. So but he, he was, was going ma- hard he, to get that house. He, he was going hard. hard to get that house yeah, he, he to make hard. sure he that they didn't have to be in the projects. Okay. Right. Um, and this is just something I know all people say like they work, everyone works hard, you know, to get where they are, but it's a different type of work hard when you're a black family trying to get out the hood. Fact. Like that's totally different. And that, so man. he, so the dad's perspective, they're at the hospital. This means that he's not at work. He knows he needs to be at work to make this money to sustain this house that they just bought. And so time goes on, like so the the he son he the gets, hospital bills. He has to yes. the numbers, fam. Right, I, I, I need to know. To right, I need to go back to work. And the, so the mom was kind of feeling some type of way, like, wait a second, our son is in a hospital. And this is what I mean, like I'm telling you, I've said this to my husband already. Like us as wives and us as you know, um, I, I can't say moms. I'll say us as wives. We have to be a little bit more uh, aware of what is happening when our husbands are doing certain things, right? Trying to make ends meet. Like, it ain't just happen by itself. You ain't just get the new house by itself. You know what I mean? True. Like, True. it's other things that are going on. And so she was kind of, you could tell she was kind of, but he had to leave and go and go and help. It wasn't that, you know, and so she, it was almost like her, the wife's, the wife's character was kind of putting him in this box of, you don't love him as much as I do. You never really did. And he even had that type of relationship with his son, the victim. You know, like his son kind of felt like he doesn't really know me. And, um, you know, he's just kind of we don't really get along that well. He wants me to be a certain person and I just want to be who I am. And so it's kind of been that. But his role, he wants to provide for his family. Facts. He's doing the best thing. He's he's doing it the best way he knows how. Legally. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. so I thought that that when I talk about perspectives, bro, like this show has given so it gives you so many different perspectives, and I thought his perspective was very powerful. Um, 
So let's go back. Right. So yeah, yeah. Because I'm because I I want to I want to want to push back just a little bit on what you're saying. Because I because and for the most part I agree with you. Let me let me start by saying that for the most part I agree with you. Because mm-hmm. he's going he's going ham. He's going hard as as most uh, you know black men that are trying to do the things that they're supposed to do as husbands and mm-hmm. as fathers. You know they do. We go hard. Right. The thing is though. <laughs> There was he I, as a father. What I'm watching and what I'm seeing is that the, he did not leave any space for presence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the presence is so crucial. It is so crucial. And, and and I say that because as the kid is like, you know, he had the brain damage. He was still alive. That's mm-hmm. the other part. The kid was still alive. That's why he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he had the brain damage situation. So I'm listening to what the doctor is saying to them, and I'm like, I, I can go in my own personal space. Yeah, we've been there. And and we've been there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the, everything they was telling them, I was like, oh, man, I know how that goes. Mm-hmm. And so the mom immediately goes into, well, we, can, we need to talk to him. We need to talk with him. We need to, you know, she goes right into presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because all this stuff is happening all at once, and he's thinking about everything that you said about like trying to make sure the bills are taken care of, mm-hmm. asking what the doctor bills is looking like, you know, the insurance situation, trying to figure that out. Like he he's in that space, but he's not being present. That's true. And so if I could say anything to anybody who's listening, especially if you're a dad, like, yo, presence is so important. It is. It's so important. Because when we was going through that with Jolene, mm-hmm. like presence in that moment is what got us another year. Mm-hmm. That is very true. You know what I mean? That whole 13 months after that, yep. That, right. Yeah. If we weren't present in that moment, if we if we had just walked away and tried to just take care of the bills and all that stuff like fam did, like we we would not have gotten that extra 13 months. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though, right? So I'm a, I'm like you said, I'm going to push back on you a little bit. And this is okay, and okay. so I get that. Totally get that. Um, and this is why like I've I've had conversations with you about like trying to find a way to 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 help people when they're going through like a grieving process or certain things like mm-hmm. that. Because at the end of the day, the world is still moving, right? True. Like True. shit gotta get paid for, stuff has to get done. And there has mm-hmm. to be somebody that has that has to do it. And so what I think mm-hmm. is he allowed her to do that. It had been a different story. I would have felt the type of way if he was like, all right, yeah, so doctors are done to take care of them. We got to get back to work, babe. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, he was talking about Moses. Yeah. He said, you stay, I'll go. Yep, you it. stay. I'm with you. I'll go. With you. And- but see, it's it's the small things, though, Deets. Because the point where she was like, yo, just just like touch his head and yeah. tell him that you love him. Yeah. Yeah. And he ain't doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, but but that yeah, was I will but, punch you in the face, my dude. But, like, <laughs> but I think I think that that's a whole nother like it's all compounded, right? Because yeah, it is. Because I think that's a whole nother thing as far as like emotion and black men. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he he also left, and when he left, he's in that at his job and he just breaks down. This is his son is still alive and he breaks True. down crying. But he didn't want to, he didn't, he felt like he couldn't do it in front of everybody. And mm. that's, th- that for some reason, that's the mindset of a lot of black men um, mm-hmm. when it comes to trying to be the provider and take care of their families. So Facts. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, you know, like it's, it's, I definitely hear you on that, but I, I, I truly like, if it was a perspective that I loved the most, it was his, you know what I mean? Because it's a story that's never really talked about. 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, I give you because if if we're talking about like the whole per- the reason why I hate this hated it, the, especially the way it ended, is because it's actually the real way mm-hmm. these things really happen. Right, it's too real. And I give you that. Like on 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 in most case scenarios of a black man in this situation, the way he, especially God fearing and all that, mm-hmm. like he's got a lot of complex things going on in his mind. Mm-hmm. Cause especially since he told homeboy, he's like, yo, stay away from over there. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And he didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, so, so you deal with all these emotions and then you feel like you're not, a, you did, you didn't do the father thing enough to really keep your son right. out of the trouble. Mm-hmm. And you did all this work and he's still, you know, like I, I, I can imagine, I can imagine how tough that is in that situation in that moment to not be present. Right. Um, yeah, but you know we were raised a little bit different. Yeah, like, we, you were. Know, we were. Presence is so so crucial. It is. So. It is. So yeah. yeah, but like I said, it's a lot of different perspectives, and we'll kind of keep going through it. We might have to do this. I don't know, because it's hard. No, I think this one's gonna be a long yeah, one. Yeah, it's gonna I be. Don't know. <laughs> there's it's so too much. There are like seven layers. Yes, of this it's too much to unpack. <laughs> it's too much to unpack. So wait. So let's go back to the to the plot of the store of the plot of the the show. Right. So okay. Okay. Go ahead. So the boy, um, the victim goes through surgery and everything. He's still alive. He's on life support. Right. Um, brain. Mm-hmm. A lot of brain damage has happened. Mind you, he. They tell him that he had been. Um. Someone. They found him. He had been outside. Um. For tw- for what was it like? Out of 12 hours. Yeah, it was for a long time. It was a long, yeah, time. long time. The thing that saved him was the fact that it was cold outside and he was in the snow. So oh, it didn't God. allow room. And if, if there are any, you know, um, other scientists out there, <laughs> fellow scientists out there, you know that the brain, uh, you, you can you can delay a lot of um infection and things like that but based on temperature right so inflammation mm-hmm. and things like that and so just like with jewels like you were talking about they had to cool her body temperature down like ice mm-hmm. her so she wouldn't have seizures in the coma that she was in mm-hmm. and they had to wait until she was able to you know get to a state more stable um more stable uh, i guess state of being before they can actually bring her temperature back up. But the thing is, right. he, the fact that he was out there in the snow for 12 hours, that, that is what saved him. 12 hours though. Can you imagine 12 hours that your child is out there and nobody was looking for him? Nobody did anything. They hit him and they just let him lay there. Not only was nobody looking for him, but I wasn't looking for him. Mm-mm. Yes. Woo. Here we go. Here we go. Ah. Yep. Man, I couldn't. Oh man, uh. hours, twelve hours. So, Jeez. like, Jeez. like I listen. I don't have children yet, but I can only imagine. Like, I think about this all the time. When Jules, when they told us that she she was trying to ring the, or that they said that she that when they found her, the respiratory team found her on the floor first. Yeah, right. That's something that, that I think about all the time because I all the time because like, like what if, I knew if they would have gotten there sooner. Right. I knew she was scared. That's what gets me the most is the fact that I knew she was scared because it made her get up out the bed to try to mm-hmm. get somebody. Mm-hmm. And the respiratory team, not the nurses down the hallway at the nurses station. Mm. So I don't know. Y'all claim that it's been about 10 minutes, but I feel like it was longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, like, I, I can completely understand that feeling 
right? I don't have a child. So that, you know, that part, I, I can't take anything from that. But just that was my sibling. So somebody that I love dearly, that was my dearly. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all let her lay there. And then going to be like, oh, yeah, it's been about 10 minutes. You don't know how long it was. You don't know how long she was laying there. Don't make something up. But anyway, so it was 12 hours. And I can only imagine how they were all feeling. Even as they were waiting in the waiting area when he was still in surgery, like the 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 power of like prayer and stuff and yeah, listen, black folks, we would do it. Right? <laughs> we will we will make sure that you know that is part of this healing process whenever we have a situation mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, but here's where it gets crazy. Okay. The police officer who hit the hit the black boy, like Derek said, his he his wife didn't go. His wife didn't have the baby, so he's feeling some type of way. His conscience, he's messed up. He's said, messed yeah. up. His conscience is getting to him. He's like, I can't believe I let them talk me into just walking away. I'm not that person. So the victim's out of surgery he is now in the regular room on the ventilator his mom is in there talking to him they got family members outside and everything and the police officer they, actually they all step out yeah they all shows up shows up to the hospital not just to the hospital in the room fam. in the room standing over the boy like looking at him and he realizes that he's alive because mm-hmm. up to this point he thought he was dead yep he realizes that he's alive. The mom, Regina King, comes in, says, "Excuse me." He says, "Yeah, uh, this this the boy who got who got hit by uh, who got hit, or 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 you know, or it, yeah, they had some little exchange. I can't remember exactly what they said, but then he leaves out. Mm-hmm. That shit was hella weird. You know what I mean? It was very awkward. And so she remembers his face. Absolutely, so she, I would too. She like somebody came to see my son with a hoodie on, white guy with a beard, and he's standing over my son. And I'm like, "Excuse me, what are you doing?" Some what white man. Sorry. What What is a white man doing standing over my child? Yeah. So that was where, and that's where things started getting really, really crazy. Yeah, that's when it gets out of hand. Yep. It's right because he is now that officer is like, shoot, like what What am I supposed to do? And they like his his goons is like, yo, chill out, chill. We do this on a regular, chill, chill out. And oh, and that's what they told him when they told him to drive away. The the main goon was like, ain't nobody gonna be looking for this black boy because they were in a like heavy gang area, and mm-hmm. black kids get shot all the time. Black boys is mm-hmm. dying by each other and by police. So he's like, ain't nobody gonna go look for him. That was the crazy part. Yeah. And I'm like, that's somebody's child. What do you mean? And I think, I think that that is the great part about this show, is because it humanized, you know, all these different characters, especially the young black boy, who at 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 some point actually loses his life because he dies in the hospital. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, but even the humanizing of the cops in this whole situation, I still the entire. The entire series was like, man, fuck them, man. <laughs> These guys are so horrible. These are so the worst. horrible yep, people. The man. Worst. I can't. Uh... The worst. And the thing is, oh like, God. it just, it wasn't that what bothered me was the fact that this was, this is my normal life. 
You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is where I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Damn it. I want to, give me some hope. Give me some come hope. On. Give me some hope. <laughs> and and then that didn't happen. But there's so many other characters. Oh, my goodness. The DA. Oh, yeah, the right. DA. Like, like, KJ. Yeah, KJ. KJ. Drunk-ass KJ. I want her to get her life together so bad, fam. <laughs> but oh, she rebelled. And I was like, you the rich black girl rebelling. Like, that bothered me. You, here we go with another perspective. That really, that made me feel some type of way. Like, KJ, you don't really have no problems, G. Like, I don't... Not no real problems. Not no real problems. You having sex with the state's attorney. That's your fault. And he's, who's, married? who's married? Like, <sighs> If you don't get out of here with right. your life. And so she... <laughs> so all she was supposed to do was um, take the case and close the case. That was it. But she got emotionally involved with the case and was mm -hmm. like, "This is, I can do something different about this. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess part of that was that she, she had been through these types of things in the past, dealing with, with, dealing with cases, especially with another young black, dude, black man uh, who, who was kind of in a sim similar situation and he died. Mm -hmm. And there was no justice for that. And so she didn't want to get emotionally attached to it because she had a a failure rate already mm -hmm. with these types of cases, man. But like when you start looking at all the details, and you know, she went to the crime scene and you know started looking at the paperwork and listening to the stories. Then the head goon detective mm -hmm. was was would try, try to throw it at another person, like a homeless dude. Mm -hmm. But you start looking at the details, it's like, man, the way the way that they actually shot this and it was written, I was like, yo, y'all did your thing. You definitely did your thing on this joint. Because cause I was falling along the whole time. Like, no, no, do this, do this. And they did. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But then they failed at certain points. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I couldn't stop watching, babe. I watched, I definitely watched this show in like a day and a half. I couldn't stop, <laughs> I couldn't stop watching it. Right. It was good. But there's so much. There's really so much to like unfold in this show. Like, we're not going to cover yeah, it in man. one. We're not going to cover it in one thing. We're not. Well, well, I think I feel like I feel like at, at this point we can just say this. I saw it, you saw it. Mm -hmm. It was very well written. Mm -hmm. The the character building, they took the time to do it. I'm glad they took 12 episodes. They didn't rush it. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't really drag along. Uh, like like the relationship part between the husband and the wife and how that deteriorated. How she started sleeping out in the car because she couldn't be in the house and meant like. You have to watch this show. I definitely, rem I definitely recommend taking the time to watch the twelve episodes. They're all hour each, and it's worth every hour. Every single hour. Every hour. Yep. Because the way it was written, the story, like you know, the the, the cop's wife and how she was ride or die once she found out what was going on. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Uh, like, whoo! Like she finally had the kid. Yeah. You know, it, it. Yeah, this is. It, it was like like the. The, the twists and turns of this whole story and then how they got off was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, they get off, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. They get off. That, that's, that's you know, again, spoiler, they definitely get off. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought KJ really did a solid case, but at the end of the day, there is no justice when we talk about the police. Nope. You know, so. Not at all. And as black people in America, we know how that goes. Mm -hmm. And until until we start, like, I guess, taking over some of these seats and 
these seats of power and start changing some of the rules, mm-hmm. it's just always going to be that way. Yep, that's the but, Yeah, seven seconds, man. I definitely, definitely recommend. Watch. If you haven't seen it, yo, you should definitely see that. You got to take a look. It was, it was <laughs> amazing. And so we're going to come back. We're going we're gonna to indulge more about this show because, like I said, you cannot cover it in one episode at all. So, well, I'll tell you what, I, what I would suggest if you watch it, holler at me, get at me, and let's let's chat about it. Maybe we can actually get you in the next episode that we actually de- decompress a little bit more about uh, this particular this particular series on Netflix. Holler at Netflix for another banger. They did they yes, think, they did, yes, they did <laughs> another banger. I gotta give it to them. <laughs> But, uh, you know, since it's July, Deeks, you know what season it is. It is power season. Oh, my gosh. It's power season. We man. can't power talk season. about it yet. Don't talk about it. No, we're not going to talk about it, but we're going to have to come back on the next episode. We definitely have to. You know you know what I think? I think we should do episode by episode for power season. I'm down with that. Season five. Down you that. down with yeah, that? Power Sunday. Mm-hmm. Power Sundays. All right, cool. There it is. Power Sunday. Yo, did you see Power Sundays? And I'm actually watching it live. So we can all talk about it all at once. <laughs> and you keep listening in. We can all talk about it. See what's good. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, like I said, leave me leave me a message. Let us know what you're thinking, how you feel about it. You know, if we miss anything, something in particular that you wanted to leave in there, I'll add it to the episode. And, yeah, we kind of take it from there. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Peace. All right, dude. So talk all right, later. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.